Oh, we're live. Oh, okay. I can edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome back to Why Do You Like This? I'm Jaime. <laughs> I am Jackson. Are you sure? <laughs> Not sure of anything anymore. Me either, especially after listening to you guys rant and rave about that film you guys watched. <laughs> <laughs> For what could have been 30 minutes or 30 hours, I'm not quite sure. I blacked out. <laughs> Me too. Um, anyways, we're not talking about that. Yeah. Nobody should. Nobody should watch or talk about that film. No, and that that's the new release of the Justice League. Don't even bother. Anyways, that's not what we're talking about. What are we talking about today? Today we are continuing our deep dive into the life and times of a Mr. Guillermo del Toro. Are these movies about him? <laughs> I th- would argue that every filmmaker's movies are about them. Copy that. So at one point in his life, he become a bug man. Yeah, he's the boy. <laughs> oh, God. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, all right. So when last we left Guillermo del Toro, he mm-hmm. had finished Kronos. Kronos was making the festival circuit. Um, a very good first movie for a first-time filmmaker. Got him some attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ends up, unfortunately, in the clutches of the Weinstein bro- brothers. Him too, goddammit. Bob and Harv. The big bad Harv. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the interesting thing about this film, Mimic, 1997, mm-hmm. uh, his first American film, first English language film, Hey, you know, there was like 30 minutes worth of English in that last one. I know. Uh, It started its life as a segment in what would have been an anthology movie. Okay. Do you know what I mean when I say anthology movie? Kind of, sort of, not really. Just just explain it for my pea brain. So if you've ever seen a movie that's like made up of like three, four, five segments that are different stories, like the movie Creep Show. I haven't seen it, but sure. um, Basically multiple short stories making up one feature film. Okay, we watched some like kind of shitty like supposed to be scary movie on netflix called i think the holiday uh-huh. or, or holidays holidays or yes yeah, yeah um, that's an anthology got it got it got it okay um, cool so i do know what i'm talking about so it's supposed to be an anthology film mm-hmm. which explains why a concept is thin as like what if bugs looked like people <laughs> uh-huh. ended up a whole feature film but so they got del toro to make this segment mm-hmm. in a in an anthology film famously the other part of uh this anthology film got expanded into a feature as well that was a movie called imposter with gary sinise never heard of it uh don't watch it okay great <laughs> it's pretty fucking boring probably would have been a great short mm, um, but not like a full ass thing. so that and mimic got expanded into feature films um it's not that great <laughs> Okay. I don't know how you felt about it. No, um, I guess we can kind of fast forward to like my like five star rating. I definitely <laughs> give it like a two to two to two and a half. Yeah, there's a lot of it that's really interesting. Yes. The, it looks good. Right. The designs are all great. Um, the very rough idea. So mm-hmm. mimic uh, TLDR mm-hmm. opens with um, a disease that affects children ravaging New York City. Right. Uh, some very creepy COVID-esque images of kids gasping for air in hospital beds. Yeah, that was a little little bit too real (laughs) right now. I mean, luckily... The disease is carried by cockroaches. Yes. These two scientists um, genetically modify this bug to kill cockroaches, basically. Right. Um, A key to its um, design is that it breeds however much faster... Its metabolism is faster and it breeds faster. 
Well, right, but it was like supposed to like be sterile. Yes, it was supposed to be sterile. Right. <laughs> or no, it was supposed to like it was supposed to like become sterile over time or something like that. Yeah, like there was supposed to be like a six month life cycle and then it was supposed to be over. Exactly. So okay. it breeds faster because it only had that six month cycle. Yeah. That, you know, life finds a way. Right, right, right. Um right. so it continues to breed because it breeds so much faster. It cycles through generations faster. It therefore mutates or evolves faster. Right. Um, it ends up becoming a life-sized insect. Okay, hold on. Life-sized insect can mean a lot of things. <laughs> a human-sized insect. <laughs> okay, great. Because I was like, a life-sized insect is also an ant. That has evolved to sort of camouflage itself to look vaguely human as a silhouette. Yeah. Um, and that is the story of Mimic. <laughs> Yes. Um, my biggest takeaway from this film is that I was itchy the entire time. Yeah. And that I proceeded to be itchy for literally until about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> it's got a, a really cool cast uh, headed by Mira Sorvino, mm-hmm. who we will all remember from Summer of Sam. <laughs> and she doesn't do nearly as much open mouth kissing in this movie. Really honestly unfortunate. Unfortunately. <laughs> I love Mira Sorvino. No, she's great. Um um, and I quite like her. I like her. She's she's actually, I think, probably she's, the highlight of this film. She's really good in this. She's also yeah. like the hero of this movie. Oh, 100%. Because the most interesting thing about Mimic is how fucking mean Harvey Weinstein was to Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, let's talk about that. He would show up on set and just like bully him and tell him he didn't know how to make a movie. He wanted this to be like a B horror movie. Okay. And he unfortunately hired a fucking artist. <laughs> <laughs> but like everything about this movie like his original design of the insects they were like no they should be roaches because it's new york they should be giant roaches got it um that opening scene in the hospital mm-hmm. is fucking beautiful but they're like what is this this doesn't look like a hospital it looks like an art exhibit what the fuck are you doing you're an idiot um so like everything <laughs> Christ. all the stuff that you would hire guillermo del toro to do they were like no we don't want this all right <laughs> And they uh-huh. tried to fire him, and Mira Sorvino was like, no. Mm-hmm. He, this man is the reason I signed on to do this fucking bug movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, leave him alone. Let him be weird. <laughs> yeah, but they still, like, stole the edit from him and, like, reshot a bunch of shit. We watched the director's cut, which mm-hmm. is, like, closest to what he was trying to do, but right. still... <laughs> Watered down, I guess. Significantly watered down. Well, you can, like, the ending of this movie is everything blowing up. Yeah, I was like, wait, this is not, what? <laughs> and his ending of the movie was, like, much more subdued. Okay. And it was about them just, like, getting away. But the last shot was supposed to be them seeing what was, like, a perfect recreation of a human, but, like, completely black and shiny. Nothing. Walking you. towards them from out of the sewer like it was an insect and then it starts like folding in on itself and becomes like a perfect human replica don't like that and then speaks to them (laughs) and tells them to leave oh no thank you and that was the end of the movie which would have been fucking dope but they're like no everything explodes instead right and you know we had kind of joked about it a couple of times where i was like i really want like the bugs to like overtake the people or, like, something like that. Like, that would make this far more interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, no, he talks... Guillermo del Toro... I watched this movie with commentary a bunch. Mm-hmm. I've seen this with his director's commentary more than I've ever seen it, like, just by itself. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's, like, a major theme in this movie is supposed to be how, like, humans have outlived their 
time. Right. And this is going to be the new species. And it's all about, there's a lot of religious Im- imagery, which is just a del Toro thing. Right. As like a lapsed Catholic, but mm-hmm. like a lot of like weird statues and bags, just like in Kronos. <laughs> so creepy. Um, but there's this whole thing he's talking about of like God turning his back on mankind and like his new favorite creature is this bug. Yeah. So he talks about things like Mira Sorvino and her husband are trying to have a baby and they're having a lot of like problems conceiving. Yeah. And that's juxtaposed to the bugs who are just like, hey, like, it out. we made it work. Yeah. <laughs> and it's their fault. <laughs> they made them. Exactly. I hate that. I mean, I don't hate that, but you, you know what I mean. Yeah, you hate bugs. Fuck bugs, man. You know. Did you say this thing. movie really bugged you? You know, it did in multiple ways. <laughs> Um, mostly about the creepy crawly feeling. Creepy crawlies. Um, like several of my notes are like, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) Yuck. Uh, yuck. Um, so we had had a conversation as this movie was starting when they were discussing the, like, oh, we released these bugs into New York to kill this bug that is spreading this disease. Yeah. And you had made a comment, but I'd like to unpack it. Okay. <laughs> You're like, you know, I would 100% rather have roach people than COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, at first I was on board. Okay. <laughs> As this movie progressed, <laughs> I feel like my opinion was quickly changed. I don't really have a problem with bugs. Okay, well, that's not what I'm talking about. Bugs don't really bother me. <laughs> But if we're talking about potentially now a bug a bug species that wants to take over the human race. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They don't want to take over the human race. They're just indifferent. Well, no, I'm just talking <laughs> about like, apparently race. the perfect universe. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, the bugs, the or, bugs don't have an agenda other than to survive. Okay, got it. <laughs> but still. Yeah. <laughs> but that means. But that's what makes them like a danger Right, that's what makes them adapt and be scary. Yeah, they don't have doubt and they don't have, like, politics. They don't have, like, the, like, deductive reasoning. It's just, we need to survive, so we're going to kill our predators. Yeah. Which is more terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) No, thank you. I think that's really interesting. And then just the idea of, like, the only thing that they need to make them, like, a danger to us is being bigger. Correct. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so... Do we still like the idea of these bug people being released into, we'll say San Francisco? Oh, if I could take, if I could go to the movies and just like go out and live my life and not have to deal with like the last year, and the trade-off was like in the sewer. <laughs> yeah. There's a uh, pretty big bugs. One hundred and fifty percent. Because hopefully it just like won't be a problem. Not a doubt in my mind. Yeah, like I don't take Bart that much. Oh my god. <laughs> Here's the thing. I say if there's, like, control of where they're being released to, mm-hmm. like, if we just release them into, like, very densely white populated areas of the Deep South. Hmm. <laughs> Jamie doesn't speak for me. <laughs> I could be down with that. I'm not here for eugenics. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying that Thanos wasn't onto something, is all I have to say. Oh, boy. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I just live here. <laughs> so, again. Huh? So do you call this living? I call it, you know, <laughs> existing. You know, I'm not saying that I'm thriving. I'm barely surviving. <laughs> okay. But anyways. 
Anyways. Um, another thing that we talked about mm-hmm. is this man's not afraid to kill kids in a movie, and I think that's fun, too. I do like that. Yeah, he straight up dead zones some kids. <laughs> yeah, like, straight up fuck these kids, bro. Yeah. Which, you know, Kyle said it first, and he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get my reference, do nope. you? Nope. Great. Um, so, there's a rapper named Kyle. That, that's literally just his name. That's just his name. K-Y-L-E, Kyle. Great. Um, beginning of one of his songs, um, there, it's like a you know, like, talking back and forth moment. Mm-hmm. And it's, man, fuck those kids, bro. <laughs> and it's just one of me and Zach's favorite sayings now. See, I would just go with Wayne from uh, Letter Kenny. <laughs> I can watch kids fall off bikes all day. Don't give a shit about your kids. <laughs> e all of the above. <laughs> fuck them kids, I'll watch them fall, fall off bikes all day. Either way, they can fuck off. <laughs> Anyways, as yeah. you were. No, this is like might be the closest to a like straight up horror movie mm-hmm. that he's made. Um, okay. And he really like he'll go for it. Like he fucking kills two kids in this movie, and then they find the kids' bodies in the sewer. Like they don't. Oh yeah, like the water treatment people are like, oh no. yeah, oh, oh yikes, no. yeah. Norman Reedus <laughs> pops up in this. As Zach figured out. Yeah. Um. And he will return to Del Toro's uh, films in Blade Two. Fantastic. <laughs> um, so Are you play Scud. <laughs> um, I think we're gonna do a weekend plans one of these days about the like OG Blade with our friend Christina. So stand stand by for that. Nice. Um, yes, uh, her first time time episode. Um, so <laughs> what else? I guess do we want to talk about as far as this movie goes? Like, what's like your favorite shit? Like, what's you know. Um, I really love um, all the practical like puppet mm-hmm. shots of the bugs. I think they look really fucked up and nightmarish. So are those like people just like dressed up as puppets, or are those like full puppets? Or people do you know? dressed up as puppets? Whatever. I, I mean, <laughs> like costumes. So there are people in costumes. I think like the really far off shots where it's like him and it looks like a dude in an overcoat, mm-hmm. where you're just seeing the silhouette. I think that's a costume. But they're also like bug, like full on like animatronics and puppets. I know that Rob Bottin did a lot of the character, the creature design for this movie. I don't know who that is. Rob Bottin is a student of Rick Baker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did the effects. That's the makeup guy, right? Yes. Okay. So he was he did the effects for like the thing and for the howling. Uh, he did a lot of. I've seen neither of those. He did RoboCop. He did Total Recall. Okay, I've seen those ones. <laughs> What? <laughs> Are you more surprised that I've seen RoboCop and Total Recall than The Thing? Not necessarily. <laughs> the Thing is great, though. Um, it's As just, is The Howling. I say it's just a couple of things that just never have made it to the docket. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. One of these seasons, we'll, we're going to do werewolf movies. And then... <laughs> like, that's it? And then you'll be sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just a bunch of wolfy boys? Yeah. I love werewolves are my favorite monsters. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know if I have a favorite. Sorry about it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Me, myself, the, and I. The greatest monster of all. <laughs> um, okay, perfect. <laughs> um, and I just love, like, I love his, um, like, his color palette in this movie, and I love the way it's shot. I love the very Seven-esque vibe where it's raining all the time. Uh, the opening like credits of this movie were actually done by the guy who did the opening credits of Seven. That is actually very fun, mm-hmm. and those also bothered me. <laughs> 
So, but I guess it kind of is what it is. The uh, the one thing about this movie that always makes me laugh is I always get it confused with this movie, The Relic, which came out the same year, which is oh, about a, a, a giant monster who is in a museum <laughs> hunting people. Wait, that's fun. <laughs> it's a, that one's a pretty fun one. I feel like that's like Night at Museum, but like, you know, like spooky edition. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, that one's not bad. Yeah. Worth uh, a watch. I'll have to give that one a go. Um, it's got Tom Sizemore and Penelope Ann Miller in it. I don't actually know, think I know who she is. I'm uh, to think of... She was big at like this time in the 90s. And, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, she was also in The Shadow with Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> by the way, really quickly, this this just spurred a memory in me. And by memory, like it's a fleeting thought I've had over the last couple of weeks. Sure. I just found out about, speaking of Alec Baldwin, about the all the controversy with his wife. Oh, Hilaria? <laughs> you mean Hillary? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, uh, she's She identifies Spanish. as hilarious. <laughs> first of all... <laughs> and I respect that. First of all, it's Hilaria. <laughs> Hilaria. <laughs> it's hilarious is it what is. all this whole thing is. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, it's pretty fucking crazy. And she, like, faked a Spanish accent at one point. <laughs> no, for years. <laughs> she did this for decades. That's really interesting. Like, for, like, 20 years. Like, she, was like, had this whole shtick about how she grew up in Spain and all of this shit. I hope they make a documentary. And she it. has, like, all this Spanish family. She was like, oh, yeah, I'd go to Spain for, like, my cousin's this and my uncle's this. And it's all bullshit? Yes! Wow. <laughs> it's fucking it worked, wild. Though. She roped in Alec Baldwin. I mean, I guess, but the best she part is... She just had to pump like, out a few kids, never has to work a day in her life. Bro, it gets even wilder. It's about kids, too. Hold on. <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole a few weeks ago. Okay. Because <laughs> I didn't know this was all going on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I saw an article, like, on Instagram, and I was like, what? And anyways, so I guess Alex Baldwin... Or Alex Baldwin. Alex Baldwin. <laughs> Alex Baldwin doubled down and he was like, Yeah, my Spanish wife from Spain. <laughs> and has been saying this in interviews. You're mistreating my Spanish wife from Spain. And he's been saying this for years that she's from Spain. Uh huh. So I don't know if he just hardcore believed it or was just like up for the shtick. Yeah, he's just like, Okay, I like fucking with people. And then after it came out that she's in fact not Spanish at all. Not even a little bit Spanish. No, they just went to vacations in Spain a lot. Like, they just went there a lot and traveled there a lot. She liked it there. Oh. <laughs> that was it. But anyways, so, like, he recently came out and was like, yeah, she's never from there. Like, it's fine. Like, whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's just so chill about it. And we're like, bro, like, you lied about it, too. Like, either wittingly or not. It's like, I do what I want. <laughs> I mean, he does. <laughs> but anyways, so I guess, like, last year they had, like, popped out a kid. And then either got like five kids or something crazy. Well, yeah, they they just like recently announced like randomly like oh here's our fifth child, but they like the fifth child is like a month or two younger than the other child that they just had. So everyone was like, wait, what the fuck? Irish so, twins. Well, that's what they thought at first. And they're like, wait a minute, the math doesn't add up. Turns out they like hired a surrogate, and then she either got pregnant or like found out she was pregnant while they were doing the surrogacy thing, and they were just like, well, I guess we'll do both. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So. Wild. Those people are insane. <laughs> Anyways, I just need to get that off my chest because that's been like floating out of my head rent free for about three weeks now. <laughs> that's fair. And if, if you're bored, look up the Hillary Baldwin thing. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to call her anything other than Hillary. That's her real name. <laughs> she named herself Ilaria because you. she likes Spain. <laughs> How do you use her dead name? <laughs> you do use her dead name. 
Fuck. Well, it'd be like if I like genuinely was like, you know what? I identify as Jaime instead of Jamie. <laughs> Did I ever tell you? No. <laughs> um, this Please is don't. a less extreme version of this, but um, I was dating a woman in college uh-huh. um, who I had gone to high school with, mm-hmm. and her name was Lauren. Mm-hmm. And then one day... I went to like visit her at her work, mm-hmm. and everybody was calling her Loren. Oh, like L O R E N, but like... no, just Loren, just pronounced differently. Oh no, <laughs> like Ralph Loren. <laughs> uh-huh. And I like would not let it go. I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what is this?" Like, did someone just start calling her that? And she just like let it ha- like let it go, no, or I did think she, she like, was ask like actively to... telling? <laughs> Good for her. You know, sometimes you so have to reinvent yourself. So just so you know, <laughs> I guess it's you can do that, but I will not let you get away with it unscathed. <laughs> oh no, I don't want to genuinely go by Jaime ever. You're like you're a fucking crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> but that's great. No, I I actually went to like middle school with a girl whose name, like like on like all of her school paperwork was L A U R E N. But then she like was like I'm gonna be edgy, and so she changed the spelling of her name just like on her own personal. Yeah. level like to her. l-o-r-e-n <laughs> and then started going by loren <laughs> awesome <laughs> but her parents were like no <laughs> like stephen colbert he tells a story that his name it was colbert until he went to college and he realized that nobody knew him so he was like it's pronounced colbert now um actually and i don't know if this is like a a common you know like name switching thing or whatever but like uh-huh. what first day of college same thing a girl like even in orientation, had gone by, like, a different whole last name. I want to say it was, like, Alexandria or something, because I kind of put her, like, real, real name out of my brain. Uh-huh. But, um, or I guess on paper name, because she, uh, we were doing, like, roll call the next day on, like, the first day of class, like, after, like, freshman orientation, and then they were like, oh, Alexandria, and she was like, actually, no, my name is Sasha. Like, with, like, with the most, like, just serious, and, like, literally no one knew her as that, and whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting. It was wild. It's my ninja name. <laughs> yeah. My grandpa gave it to me. Hey. <laughs> I'm Tum Tum now. <laughs> God. God damn it. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, so another thing I wanted to address. Yeah. So when they were in the like train car and they were like, hey, we need to put this like bug blood everywhere. Yeah. They got to put this like glandular juice on them. So the right. bugs won't attack them. I, I understand the logic. I uh-huh. understand the logic, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but that police officer, man, Charles Dutton. Sure. <laughs> Didn't know his real name. But <laughs> yes. That man um, has an open leg wound. And she's like, put this in your wound. I need to know. If I had a nickel for every time a woman said that to me, put this in my wound. <laughs> Um, I need to know if either his leg ended up falling off or if I think he, he was like, fine. or if he like grew multiple legs after that. Maybe it just had like healing properties. No, but like, I just, <laughs> I want, I need that to be addressed. Okay. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. Thank you for that. It had healing properties. <laughs> I, I have a hard time believing that, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Put some bug juice in your wound. See what happens. Get off oh. that. Oh. And now you just try to attack my dog. How dare you? He's fine. Look at him. I mean, he looks just as awkward as usual. If anything, he looks better. He just needed a little tough love. You know, that's why we rescued him. (laughs) My parents kept saying that. Not to say my parents abused him. Let me just make that very fucking clear. No, their other dogs abused him. Uh, (laughs) Like, 
they were just bullies. <laughs> they would like get in fights with him, and he's just he's an old oh, man. Like he's wagging his tail. He's happy. Yeah, he's a, he's much happier here than uh, with those fucking deranged puppies that my parents have. Like they would like bite the shit out of him. Like they'd teabag him constantly, <laughs> <laughs> or I guess whatever the female equivalent to that is. <laughs> whatever it doesn't matter. Kind of pun. Yeah, that. <laughs> Um, but what my other thing that I want to know is, is that did the bug gland juice make him like part bug? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> because now that's coursing through his veins. Super bug. I don't know if things DNA. work the way you think they work. <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> You're telling me that it has healing properties and that's fine. Yeah. So my, my theory can't na- make sense. A lot of things in nature have healing properties. <laughs> Nothing in nature turns... <laughs> This is a movie. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like a fairly scientifically accurate movie. Yeah, and also I would want to rub dead bug shit in my wound regardless. Like they make a point about how they got so big because they developed lungs, and that's real. I know, that's fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> I went to science school. I know how it works. Science school. <laughs> Excuse me, yes, I went to science school. You heard me. Dr. Jaime. <laughs> I had a patient call one time and say, Dr. Zerman, I was like, I can't have you call me that. <laughs> Please don't. It's an honorary doctorate. Like Hunter S. Thompson or Bill Cosby. Fuck. Just one more thing you have in common with Bill Cosby. Mostly it's just an you impressive collection of sweaters. Yeah. <laughs> Two kinds of people anyways. <laughs> but that too. Yeah, Motherfucker. I can see it in Zach's eyes. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, Jesus. But I will say, quote of the entire movie, there's some weird, weird shit in here. I like the, the part where he goes, have you ever seen anything like this? He's like, no, why would you ask me that? Like, why would you have thought that I would have seen the weird shit? Yeah, like, you're the bug people. Like, you're the ones that study bugs. Mm-hmm. And I see weird shit. You know what's crazy about this movie is it's got like two sequels. Stop. They no, made it two like straight to DVD like nonsense sequels out of those. One of them has Lance Henriksen in it. Um, <laughs> so I've never seen them all the way through. But okay, that they're was out gonna, there. I was gonna ask. I was gonna say, are they any good? <laughs> Probably not. I was like, if they went straight to DVD, I can only assume the worst. But like, I don't think this one is that good. No, it's it's like a hard eight. Yeah. Like, I'm it's not got mad really about cool it. things in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The middle is still kind of a mess. Like, they never recovered from the hack job they did on Del Toro's original work. Yeah. Um, I do appreciate about this movie that it revealed your disdain for the autistic. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. There's a I little boy in this movie. I, to, to be fair, go ahead, say your piece first. There's and then a little I'll boy in this myself. movie who is uh, somewhere on the spectrum. Um. He's obsessed with people's shoes. He can mimic the sound that shoes make. Um, yeah. And he can tell you, like, what kind of shoes they are based on the sound. Uh, but he's also, like, he's, you know, never quite interacting with people around him. Uh, stares off at nothing a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. You see him uh, in an opening scene of this movie, and Jamie was convinced that he was evil. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the thing. So... I did not gather. She's like, man, fuck that kid. That he was autistic <laughs> uh, until you said it. 
Because I was like, oh, this kid's up to no good. Up to no good. And I was like, he, I was like, he's evil. And you're like, he's autistic. <laughs> this like, kid's oh. up to something. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> See, I just don't go around making assumptions about people and their mental health. <laughs> and where they may or may not be on a spectrum. <laughs> you're not a doctor like I am. I, you're right. <laughs> I am not a doctor. I've never pretended to be one on TV. Um, I hope to never be one. Uh, <laughs> I hope to never be one. Sometimes um, it just happens completely against your will. I'm sure it fucking does. Yeah. <laughs> um, once upon a time, I wanted that dream, and then I failed organic chemistry. <laughs> I said, this is not the dream for me. <laughs> you have, like, a doctorate. Well, right. You still be a doctor. I know, but, like, I don't really want to go through all that work either. Yeah. I'm lazy. <laughs> Do I want to pay, like, another $50,000 for school to have, like, no, I think the first fifty thousand dollars was waste. To be honest with you, <laughs> hey, they're my parents' dollars. It's fine. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. I had a really good scholarship. The good thing they don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they know. <laughs> they, they wasted a lot of money. <laughs> On that and just like feeding and clothing you for eighteen to twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do <are> you? <laughs> I don't have any other argument to that. Classic. <laughs> I don't have a waste of space. It's fine. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> no, I'm just being dramatic. I think you're fine. No, I'm just... You're I'm... right. I've met worse people. <laughs> Recently? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I work with the public. I was going to say, wait, that works. <laughs> I was like, that's not fair. <laughs> that doesn't count. Um, anyways. <laughs> um... Yeah, so, like, we could talk about that, like, very chaotic explosion scene if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, so they release a bunch of danger gas. <laughs> when I tell you, they had all of the signs letting you know it was dangerous. The majority of this movie takes place in the sewer, just yep. like most 90s uh, action and horror movies, <laughs> for inexplicable reasons. Well, it's just extra creepy there. It adds extra ambiance. What do you um, want from them? Uh, one of the characters opens up all the gas mains mm-hmm. and decides they're going to blow up all the bugs in their nest. And explodes real good, blows manholes up. Oh my god! The, with like, like pillars of fire <laughs> shooting up all over New York City. I'm just saying the collateral damage that was done. I mean, I'm sure far less than if like the bug people got up like from out of the sewers. Yeah. But like, really reminded me of the end of Chud. Nope. <laughs> I have Ch- no idea. Chud is an 80s horror movie. Chud is an acronym for Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers. Uh-huh. It, it is about the government hiding toxic waste in the sewers of New York, and it transforms the homeless population into monsters. So you're telling me this is not what's currently happening in San Francisco? <laughs> it's got both the dad from Home Alone and Marv from Home Alone. <laughs> it is essentially a prequel to Home Alone. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. Um, That's a good movie. It's got a really cool score. <laughs> I'm sure see if I can find that sewer later. monsters pulling people in. <laughs> um, so you, it? <laughs> no, it's better than it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we have feelings. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, hey, buddy. I haven't I haven't seen the second one, so I can't speak to it. But the first one was like... Eh. second one is bad. Is I think really? the first one's pretty good. Yeah, I think the, the first one one's fucking right. sucks. <laughs> That's upsetting. Um... Because I like all those kids. Quit being weird to my dog. Who's playing? <laughs> With a wine opener? <laughs> is that what this is? Yeah, it's a little like foil cutter thingamajig. Yeah, who likes it? 
Jesus Christ. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah. So the explosion kills everything except for the one that they're really trying to kill. Which is the, like, male that, like, is the reproductive one. No use. That was the one that gets hit with the subway train. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. But he gets, like, uh... Like, the, all, all the, like, you know, But the male soldiers. can't reproduce by himself. No. So... But, you know, it was important. And he can't you know. fly. Yeah, he's just the creepy crawly one. Mm-hmm. He just kind of scuttles around, which is honestly worse. Yeah. Uh, there is uh, the original version of that scene was supposed to be two bugs that caught the humans while they were mating, and they're chasing them like while they're still attached. Stop. That's great. And they told they told Guillermo no. They're like, "That's weird. We don't want to do it." That's weird. And I'm like, "Why did you hire him? <laughs> you could have gotten any fucking nobody <laughs> to make the boring ass movie you wanted to make." The no, boring that ass bug movie you wanted to make. Yeah, you know this movie was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> he talks about how this is the only like negative experience he's had making a movie. Hmm. Interesting. Because mm-hmm. after this, like, he makes some very powerful friends, like James Cameron and like Pedro Almodovar. He meets after he made this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Pedro Almodovar, a great Spanish filmmaker, kind of brought um, Antonio Banderas to the forefront. Okay. Uh, movies like Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down, stuff like that. I was say, I've never heard of this man, but go on. <laughs> I mean, are we surprised? No, I mean. <laughs> Me not hearing of somebody? What? <laughs> also just like a, you know, non-American filmmaker who well, no, I just, just makes. I'm just ignorant in yeah. general. I mean, I wouldn't expect most people I meet to have seen Pedro Almodovar films. If somebody brought him up to me, I would be very impressed with them. Got it. Um, <laughs> So it's like that. <laughs> but he, So he makes at this experience kind of like makes him more cautious of the projects he'll take. Um, after this, he goes back, makes another um, Mexican movie, even though it takes place in Spain. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, that movie is called uh, Devil's Backbone. Is that what we're watching we'll next? We'll be covering that next. It's about a haunted orphanage during the Spanish Civil War. I gotta say that was that was a smooth little segue there. Mm-hmm. That was probably one of the smoother ones we've ever had. <laughs> I'm very excited to Big talk ups. about it. It's a very good movie. Um, no, I, you've actually talked about it quite a bit, so I'm I'm excited for you and to watch it. So, mm-hmm. um, do you know if and where it's available online? Uh, I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it right quick. Devil's Backbone. Yeah. Um. This film, we did find the non-director's edition on Paramount+. Plus. Um, of Mimic? Yeah. But it was, not again, not the director's cut. So yeah. it was, like, about ten minutes shorter, I think. Yeah, if I recommend anything or any version of Mimic, it's a director's cut. Um, and so I'm sure you can buy it somewhere for not very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, let's see if I can find it. Do, 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 do. It's on Voodoo. <laughs> It's on Vudu, Amazon Prime, YouTube, iTunes, uh, Apple TV. Oh, it's on Prime. Uh, or it's rentable on Amazon. Um, I think it's rentable. Oh yeah, from two ninety nine. Yeah. Um, so you can rent it for like three bucks and then probably buy it for like ten fifteen. Yeah, I highly recommend Devil's Backbone. Um, apparently there's also a house plant called the Devil's Backbone. That's fun. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, enough on that. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to add about this this film? Um, no, not really. It's a it's. Definitely a second film in a filmography. Mm-hmm. It's definitely got some uh, sophomore slump <laughs> vibes to it. Mm-hmm. But he definitely like muscled his way through like a really shitty experience 
Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, it could have been a lot worse given the hand he was dealt. Mm-hmm. It's, from what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's also, it's so funny that uh, he got attached to this sort of, like, really B fucking, like, giant bugs in the sewer movie. Yeah. And then he had these, like, aspirations to make something really amazing out of it. And, and then got boned. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But he'll come back even stronger. With the next one? With the next one. And when he comes back to make American genre movies, he's just going to blow it out of the fucking water. Beautiful. Yeah. Can't wait to hear more about it. And all of that jazz. We'll be back next week with Devil's Backbone. Yeah. And goodbye. Bye.